Here we come, folks. Show 13. BDU 13. Up all night to get lucky. Lucky number 13. How are you doing this, this fine evening, my friend? How are you? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Just got less than a week till I'm headed out to Chicago. I'm stoked about it. I am thrilled, dude. I am uh, I'm six days because I'm going to fly out Tuesday Son night. Son of a bitch. So I'm uh, living the dream. Yeah. Well, like the what's going on? Do you live by an airport? Nope. I swear that I heard like planes taking off in the background. Really? Yeah. But I guess I just slowly say that. Don't mind. Don't mind me. <laughs> so what's uh, what's happening in Pueblo this week? What are you guys doing down there? Anything fun? Um, had our band banquet, like, and the marching band band banquet yesterday. So that was interesting. Um, you know, seniors want to like put some closure on the marching season, even though it's been over for. But that was pleasant. Had a good turnout. Had some pretty okay food. We do a potluck style. So. Is that the first time you've done a uh, fall banquet? No, no, no. We did it last year too. And then we also do one in the spring with everybody. Um, jazz kids, orchestra kids, and everything. So your jazz kids don't have to be in marching bands? Uh, no, but I've only got two of them that are. So. Yeah. I've got one like that, and it, it abrades my sensibilities. I don't like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I historically wouldn't have done that, but my Ron Babel from Zumwall North convinced me that I was being dumb about it. Not yeah. by trying to. He just expressed how he does it, and I was like, "Well, Ron's band plays at Tant- or at uh, Midwest, so I'll <laughs> shut up and listen." You know. Yeah. Um, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I um the two that aren't like they're the one of the piano players and the um, guitar player, um, so I get that. But actually, I won over a trumpet player last year who wasn't in marching band. Actually, I guess, a trumpet player and then a, um, a saxophone player from Jazz 2 last year. Are they in concert band? Yeah, yeah. And and they're doing marching cool. band this year. Would they or have they been did in concert band, band last year? Or were they only in jazz band? They were only in jazz last year. See, that's I, I, I'll waver on the marching band, but by God, you got to be in either band or orchestra for yeah. me. I don't right know. On. I'm just a dick about it, I guess. Call me old-fashioned. I feel like there might be a thing or two, a couple of yeah. lessons to be learned. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you have Do you have two jazz groups? Uh, I have one this year. We 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 kind of had two, and then we're down to one. And I don't. I could have probably figured out a way to have two, but um, I, it was just kind of it's a time thing, and and we didn't have enough sign up for it during the day. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm just kind of rolling with it. Um, we had two last year, and the second one was like seven kids. So yeah, well, yeah, I'm same boat. Although it's better this year than it was last year. Like last year, I had the one full jazz band, and then basically like a an improv class of five. That's kind of what we did too, and it was okay. Like I, I feel like we learned stuff, and those kids are mostly a jazz band. Yeah, um, exactly. We have, we have some now this year. Uh, we have some schedule-y things that are that are dumb. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, um, that make it hard, and I, I'm a little bit concerned about how um, how it's going to go next year. We were trying to roll in this AP music theory. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be different. Um, I'm worried. I'm a little worried that it's going to cut my. Um, it's going to cut my enrollment down for jazz band, but I haven't said that out loud to anybody, so I'm hoping that it doesn't. Having um, an AP theory class? Yeah. 
So I'd like to do it. I'm excited about doing it, but I, I hate to do it like at the cost of jazz band, you know? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, we'll see. So 25 people have listened to the show from last week, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's pretty good. I just sent you the show notes. I just uploaded them to SoundCloud. So yeah. Um, if you missed out on the show notes when you listened to show 12 last week, you 25 people. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure two of them, I'm pretty sure one is us. <laughs> one of you, yeah, two of them are us. So 23 people or something like that. that but that um, it's kind of exciting to look at and see where all you lovely listeners are uh, are from out there. Uh, it's so, There's some surprises. Zach and I were kind of reviewing this the other day. Um, you know, shout out to um, Kosi Slovakia, who's listened to two <laughs> tracks. Chicago is repping. There's four four tracks in Chicago now. I kind of wonder if people like. I think like my iPhone. Like if I don't explicitly tell it, um, it either assumes I'm in San Jose, California, or Chicago because of my time zone. So mm. you know, Fort Collins on here. I'm wondering if that's the lovely. Lovely Lynn that's checking us out there, you know. Oh, maybe. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> I would be surprised. That's I was kind of like, that doesn't seem like her thing at all. I'm a little bit, little bit confused about that, um, you know. But, uh, hey, whatevs. Uh, yeah. The, um, yeah, it's kind of a kind of an exciting, kind of an exciting thing, so. Um, I'm pretty sure we should we should say you know big up to our our friends in uh, let's see here Wakefield Ma Wakefield Massachusetts I can't imagine who we know in Wakefield Massachusetts so uh, I guess you found us organically <laughs> Brooklyn New York's got three uh, oh. I don't know if that's I know one guy in Brooklyn but I don't think he's listening to the show maybe yeah. Jesse's listening but I didn't think she'd have Brooklyn show up as her thing. Hmm. Um, Lindenhurst, New York, Poughkeepsie, New York, uh, Menominee, Wisconsin, Menominee, Menomina. Um, <laughs> New Hyde, a lot of New Yorks on here. New Hyde Park, New York, Dover Plains, New York, Katy, Texas. Like, that's got to be uh, somebody who found us because we were talking about Maestros and Minivans. That's all I can think. <laughs> I can only hope. Sorry. Sorry to that guy uh, <laughs> who thought he was getting Maestros and Minivans. What's funny on the iTunes store, if you check us out on the iTunes store, um, podcasts people who listen to this podcast also listen to um it it's uh like the music ed podcast and so i was like well i should check that out and see what's up and so i did um did you listen to that link that i sent you uh-uh what link uh i sent it in slack it's uh it's oh. a, it's like um the music ed podcast like be a better band director and it's like um <laughs> don't <it's> really <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's good. Like it's it's not bad. It's interesting. The guy does a good job and he does like uh like he's got like really awesome like self-tracked like beds, like intros and outros where it's like you could tell like he's played all the tracks and then sang like four-part harmony on top of it. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, he's got all the all the shit going he's on for his podcast. This <laughs> it, it's only like a 15-minute podcast, so it's like a perfect little like lunch break listen, you know, um, mm. or whatever. Mm. So Noted. I'm like our hour and a half fucking slogs through. <laughs> 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 but um, he, I guess he, was, he said he's been teaching for like 20 years, and he's only been doing marching band for eight. So as a late career, like a, like a late adopter of marching band, he's kind of, he was given like a how to build your marching band schedule. And he like, 
he described his first year what he did, and I was like, oh shit. And then he's like, so so now I do this, and it sounded a lot more like what, what I do. And I was like, okay, because like, the first year he was like, so like the first week of school, I was like, who wants to be in marching band? And then like four days later, we had our first performance, and I was like, oh fuck, like, you know, like, holy shit, dude! Like, uh, that's a radically different environment than the one that I've found myself in for the last eleven years. But yeah. then he kind of, now it's now his, his his shit sounds like it's it's old, it's not next level from mine as far as preparation, but it is. It is slightly more uh, out in front. His mm. leadership game is a little bit stronger than mine. Yeah. As I continue to try and develop fucking leadership. Yeah. One of the things that we, Pueblo Town, what we did, I actually banded together with um, the three other directors. <laughs> banded together. See yeah. what you did there. Uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where? Oh, oh. Uh, but anyway, we like wrote a grant and then got um, some funding to bring in Scott Lang. Who and like I don't know if Fire. you're familiar with him. Three hundred and twelve degrees, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. Did I do it right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Is there a smoke machine at any yeah. point with that? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, it's awesome. Yes. Illusions. Um, <laughs> tricks are things whores do for money, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an illusionist. Uh, but anyway, he came in and he did a session. It was pretty expensive, but that grant covered it all, so that was helpful. But he did nice. a session so that the marching bands specifically in this town um, would have access to that because, you know, otherwise, in terms of motivational speakers, like, there's really not a lot, but he got kids engaged, he had a lot of really good ideas in terms of what was going on with the leadership, um, and it was totally worth it. So we're trying to figure out how we're going to try to make that happen again this year. Um, it, again, it's not cheap, so you got to find some funding for it, but when it's split between three and a quarter high schools... Um, I like the quarter. What's the quarter high school? Well, so there's... It's... Uh, it's, it's one of the schools in town and it's just they don't really buy into anything it's not really an alternative school um, but the like the music programs are sort of a little bit in the gutter and the gal who teaches there tries her ass off but she just can't get it off the ground uh, but that and the enrollment's pretty low so gotcha I like that three and a quarter I feel like sometimes I have three anyway um, <laughs> no the um, I digress but, well that's cool yeah, no, um, somebody had Blue Springs. Golden Regiment. The Golden like, Regiment. I feel like every time I make reference to Blue Springs or Golden Regiment or Dr. Uh, really? Uh, All's House? All's House, Dr. All's House. I, every time we make mention of him, I should like click like a thing and it should be like, The Golden Regiment. Like every time, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I feel like that should happen every time we make reference to them. Um, but there's probably a few other beds we could put in like that to help people with the uh, the drinking game. But who um, is their drinking game for this show? Well, there's probably several that one could make. Uh, every time, uh, every time I use profanity needlessly in a sentence is probably mm. a fun one. It'd be pretty aggressive. Uh, every time. Um, we make reference to Steve Davis. That's probably like you have to finish Ooh. your beer. Every yeah. time I oh, say yeah. Steve Davis, you have to finish That's a good beer. one. <laughs> you know, there's probably some stuff. There you go. Yep. <laughs> so, um, some things like that. But anyway, um, they had it. Um, I guess they had him in for a thing or two. They had him in a couple of times that year, and they had like 311 degrees or whatever on their sleeves, like on the right sleeve of their band T-shirt that year. You know, like. <laughs> It was like real, like they really put it in and got their money's worth out of it and like worked it the whole year. 
Um, I would say that there are a lot of people that would be happy to come and talk to your marching band about leadership. Um, I'm not sure how good they exactly, are. Exactly, exactly. But there are many that would be happy to come and do that. You know, I kind of, I don't know. Um, I used to send kids to the um, Bands of America Summer Symposium yeah. band camp. With with pretty good results, like I was pretty happy with what those kids. Those kids came back with like with like tools. Like they came back with like ideas and like things and let's do this. And I was like, yes, do that. And it was cool, but it's it's it is not free. Is <laughs> yeah. the best way I could describe that event. That was one of the. I mean, always one of the issues down here. But like, I tried to send a kid to a, like a leadership thing up in CSU Fort Collins. He was three hours away. And I think the fee on it was it was it was under four hundred bucks. Like it might have mm-hmm. been. 250 or three um and they like they couldn't hack it and i didn't have the funds to send them with my my band budget either so like that was that was an issue i like i like it when booster clubs can do that but sometimes it takes a really takes some coaching of parent organizations to be Mm -hmm. like okay i'd like to spend eight hundred dollars to send two kids no, not your kid, because your kid's not a drum major. I just want to send yeah. these two kids, you know. If you want to send your kid, you can pay $400. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and there's some guys that really do a great job, and the boosters raise a ton of money, and they send, like, a bunch of leadership off to those. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a pretty cool pretty cool use of those funds, you know. Um, yeah. I, we have a little situation sometimes where, it, like, administration and boosters, everybody wants to buy a marimba. Everybody wants to buy a tuba. Nobody wants to buy a box of fucking reeds. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not sexy. Like, repair is not cool. Like, the, no one <laughs> no one gets real excited about doing $800 in repair, but we fucking need to do $800 in repair, you know? Um, mm-hmm. We have a new equipment acquisition budget. Which oh, really? Must be sp- That's yeah, awesome. But it, it must be spent in increments of greater than $1,000. Okay. So, like, if I need a $900 trumpet, I can't buy that. Yeah, Get does it? it, I mean... I have to buy a thousand dollar trumpet, you know. Even though I don't need a thousand dollar trumpet, I need a nine hundred dollar. That's just an example. I'm not. I'm kind of pulling those numbers out of out of thin air. But you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do you need a five hundred dollar piccolo? Okay. You need to buy a thousand dollar piccolo and get one free. So you like got to talk to like the <laughs> yeah, music I, store to like yeah. work some stuff out and like, you know, it's just it's kind of crazy. So, mm-hmm. um. Anyway, that's such is life. Yep. <laughs> so, midwasted next week, buddy. Did you yeah. did you look at your schedule at all? Did you do your homework? Um, I I did probably about fifty percent of my homework. Like I okay. added everything to my schedule, and I like I after that I took another once over, um, okay. just to pull out anything that I didn't like, um, okay. or anything that would be worth going to. But p- to be honest, I know you have your system, but for me, a lot of it has to do with how I feel in the moment and how crowded those rooms get. Oh yeah, and no. Man, well, you know, if it's asses and elbows, I'm getting the hell out of there. Like, I'm yeah, you've stood next to me before, and you've seen me like listen to the first three minutes of somebody's thing and be like, "Hey, let's go." You know, like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not, I, I'm not married to that. Um, I, I, it's kind of like a lesson plan. You know, I like to have a plan and have like a, a good sketch and outline of what I'm going to do, but I will absolutely trash it at the first sign of of yeah, <laughs> catastrophic yeah. failure. Yeah. Or like, you know, um, do you remember? I think you were with me last year because we tried to go to John Mackey. Um, and uh, what is it, the, you know, was it the Harvard class of 1980 or whatever the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we figured out that the line was literally half a mile long mm-hmm. to get into that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we did not. Yeah. Now we're so, um, I heard it was real good, but I think the screwed up part is you can't even buy a, uh, 
can't even buy a recording of that, which seems fucking crazy. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. seems like a TED talk waiting to have. It's probably going to be a TED talk. It'd be too, too non <laughs> non concise. But you ever think about doing a TED talk? Nope. Have you seen the guy that does a TED talk about doing TED talks? Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot pocket, hot pocket. Hot <laughs> um. <I'll> pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not not good. <laughs> What do you What do you have? What's on your tentative? Maybe if if the spirit moves you, list. What do you have on your list? Uh, Tell let me us. pull it up in just a second. Let us look on your wares. Gypsy. For those of you, while well, he's getting that up, that was way more graphic than I meant for that to be. Well, he's finding his schedule. Um, if you're just tuning in and um, or listening to this podcast and don't know what the Midwest Clinic is, first of all, it's kind of fucked up. Second of all, the Midwest Band and Orchestra Clinic. Is an international clinic. They're always very careful to point out that it's an international clinic because its title is Midwest, which makes it sound regional. Mm-hmm. But it's an international clinic, goddammit. And uh, it's in Chicago, Wednesday through Saturday, the 14th, the 17th of December. And it is worth the trip, man. It is good stuff. So. Um, yeah, and if nothing else, like, for me, even if, I mean, of course, like, I learn things when I go there, but, like, it's very rejuvenating because I get to be around people who are fighting the same fights I am people who are you know leaders in the field that I can sort of either aspire to or take things from so that's always like and plus concerts are bitching yeah. um, get to hang out with cool dudes like Grant um, get to go let's, let's point out that hanging out with me is not a good reason to go to Midwest you can come to Central Missouri and hang out with me anytime you want people um, it's good to see Zach too but I, I think I'm probably pretty low on the billing for this for this event I'd say that Zach would continue to go to the Midwest were I to not go. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. yeah. Totally, I would. Totally. I would go if I wasn't going. Right. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Plus, it, it, here's the thing. Um, if you if you live in Chicago, then the Midwest is like a nice like afternoon to go spend. Mm-hmm. For the rest of us that don't live in Chicago, it's nice to go to Chicago. Yeah, know? for real. Um, I don't, I don't want to live there at all. No. Um, but... I do enjoy going there um, and visiting. It is it is my kind of town, as the song says. Totally. Uh, I I despite best best attempts to the contrary, have yet to find um, a neighborhood that uh, I'm not comfortable walking through all hours of the night. I most notably do not go any further south than McCormick Place, though. So that's how I kind yeah. of keep that all together and in focus. So, be it no schedule. The, oh, the go grant, ahead. What were you saying? Grant's a big dude, so people are scared. Yeah, that's yeah, as my wife pointed out to me once. Um, my my tolerance or my my uh, acceptable level of risk is higher than many people's acceptable level of risk as well. Because <laughs> I I don't know, like we were we were walking in San Francisco one time, and we had walked all the way down uh, to the beach and watched sunset. And we were walking back up the length of Golden Gate Park and. Uh, I was like cutting over to like look because like for some reason like the bus that was supposed to come up that way had been rerouted and so we kept waiting for a bus and it kept not. We were walking up kind of trying to catch a bus. We didn't see one and um, so we walked a long way. Anyway, I kept cutting over into the park to read plaques because as we learned from Roman Mars and 99% Invisible, always read the plaque. Um, But (laughs) and she's like yelling at me not to go into Golden Gate Park at like nine o'clock at night, and I was like, "What? I'm just gonna go here and read this plaque." And she's like, "You can't just walk into the park." And I was like, "Well, I can," but she explained to me how it's actually not okay (laughs) and not safe. And I was like, "Oh, well, 
okay <laughs> you know like <laughs> whatever you say honey so city life is probably not really ideal for me i'm i'm probably don't don't function at that uh that degree of of ass kick all times of day but anyway that's enough about that tell me about your schedule what do you got well i know that you're going to be there on wednesday or like whenever you can like right. early on but i'm leaving it um pueblo at like the fucking crack of moon on wednesday so i'm not gonna get in until are I'm you not flying gonna... from pueblo or are you driving to denver i'm driving to denver um but so anyway are you, fl- like, are you flying from pueblo or do you drive to denver driving i'm driving to denver okay and then um but so anyway i'm not gonna plan on doing anything before noon in fact the earliest set of things that I could find that sounded interesting were the there's that Douglas Anderson School of the Arts Wind Symphony and the thing that I haven't found yet is like at least on the app there's not um, programs for any of these performance groups so yeah I noticed that too. it's going to be a surprise a... for me and it I, for me it'd be a lot I I didn't I'd like to see what they're going to play before I um, show up but so the one fifteen slot there's that the D A S O T A Wind Symphony. Which cool if it's an art school, I assume it'll be it'll be adequate. Um, See, I've got that, that designing total program success. Yeah, with so, Bobby Lambert. But the other thing, the other two things, one fifteen are that, and then there's also the dispelling brass playing myths. Because as somebody mm-hmm. who's not a brass player, like you know, very us. woodwind heavy. Yeah, us. Um, like I, I can always learn more specifically about brass stuff, um, specifically about low brass stuff. That's probably my weakest area. Um, but so anyway, it's between those two, and I figured, you know, <clears throat> they're just down the hall from each other. They're both pretty close, so I can, once we get there, I can figure out, oh, is this going to be more crowded, or is this going to be more crowded? Which one's going to be worth my time? So anyway, there's those two besides the um, uh, Wind Symphony group. And the thing with that Douglas Anderson School's Wind Symphony, I think part of that will just be figuring out what the program what the program is, and then taking it from there. Besides that, the rest of the afternoon, there's a couple of those 230 bits. By a couple, I mean it looked like there are four of them that all piqued my interest a little bit, including um, the Central Winds, a music educator's wind yep. ensemble. That sounds like North Winds from wherever they are. Yeah, yeah. So, again, see what's on their program. But besides that, strategic plan for um, small school band programs. You know, my size program is, I think, a little bit smaller than yours is. Um, yeah. By no means large. It ain't tiny, um, but if it can give me some ideas on how I can more effectively run my program without burning the, burn my kids out, I think that could yeah, be I good. liked strategic plan. I liked that part. Like, sometimes it's like, <laughs> Strategy. you go to these clinics, and they're like, so um, about 5,000 kids in our high school, and like, I don't know, 200 of these assholes showed up, so we teach them band. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm gonna need maybe some some different pointers for my for my strategies here. Like yeah. I don't know if that's gonna work for us. Yeah. Um, besides that one, there's that bit about chamber music, um, which yeah, sh- the, what is it? It's, I don't know. Uh, Play for your life <laughs> is the title. And I, Play I tell you what, life. I love <laughs> what life is all capitalized with an exclamation point. It is how it, I said it like it says. No, I, I was just further iterate, iterate, reiterating. Your point? What is it? Yes, but what does it Life. say after that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love chamber music, but like from it's Mozart hard to... to Led Zeppelin. Yeah, right. That's okay. I'm exactly. In. Exactly. I want to play Jamaica on the sax quartet. <laughs> I mean, I think we could go wrong. What's what could possibly be <laughs> not successful? It's not on the list, you know, so we can't do it, right? So. <laughs> 
We're not held to lists, BTW. You don't have to do lists. You can just play whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so jealous. Right? I'm jealous that I'm not. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I wish I had a little bit of a list just to give kids a little more direction. Um, but, you know, I can find interesting stuff for them. Um, point is, I like chamber music. I think it's great. But getting kids to buy into it's always a little bit harder. I, I have, like, some kids that want to. But, like, I have three kids out of a clarinet quartet. Exactly. Exactly. And I have one that's like, please play in our clarinet quartet. You know, it's like, well, then just play a trio. Like, I know, but like when I registered the Sons of Bitches, like I registered a quartet. Now I can't change it because that would cost $500 because Misha hates me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Um, so 230 slot besides those two, there's also um, optimizing the big heavies in your ensemble, which I really love the way that it explains this. Um <laughs> Or nobody has ever won a Heisman Trophy without a great offensive line. I think, like, that's true. That's a true statement. I think I don't really know anything about football, but I think that sounds accurate. But I think, like, the analogy of your low brass section being your offensive line is kind of funny. Because for me, like, I don't have any big kids. Like, they're all like either scrawny or small females that all play right. low brass. Um, so I think that's silly. But I understand it. Did um, you uh, go ahead? Oh, and then the uh, last one for that is no, just those, just those three. Never mind, I got nothing. So that's a two thirty slot. Yeah, I also kind of want to see that University High School Jazz Ensemble one because I bet they don't suck. Mm-hmm. But too many things, Midwest, you're killing me, killing me. Yeah, and they're all scheduled on top of each other. Yeah. Also, uh, is Chuck Mangini talking about the growth and development of middle school band and band director? Chuck Mangione. Yeah, Chuck Mangione is playing. <laughs> People, you heard it here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> would it? Would it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I can name two Chuck Mangione songs, but can you name three? Besides Children of Sanchez and uh, and uh, Feel So Good? I like to play that one. That's a great one to call in a real book. Like when you're playing like a real book gig and it's like you're, you're kind of halfway through, like you're kind of scrambling for charts and you're like, uh, uh, but hey, 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 291. Like, <laughs> Fuck, are you serious? Hell yeah. And just start into it. Because it's, you know, it's an unaccompanied introduction. Because anyway. <laughs> it's got that fun bass line. You know, anyway. Totally, totally. I'm all bad. What are you doing? What are you doing after the two thirties? What do you got coming up next? Um, in the four o'clocks, um, there's that teaching improv in a big band setting, which is something that's, you know, especially as a, you know, a performance ensemble, like sort of class. Like sometimes it's kind of difficult to integrate that while prepping them for a festival, while having to have all these charts ready for a jazz dinner. The big band up. dance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I think that could be interesting. Also. It was just on there, and it just the title at least sort of sparked my interest. Is the teach the kids and band takes care of itself. Now with mm. that, inspiring, empowering, and educating students in challenging situations is the direction of music education in the foreseeable future. Okay, and it sounds a bit new agey and a little bit um, uh, what word am I looking for? Millennial. Yeah, sure, um, but. It, it could be interesting oh. if the other if the other stuffs are all butt butt to butt. I hope you go to that one and then tell me about it at the bar. Okay, I'm in. I'm I'm considering going to how how to be Big Brother 
to your students when they're in the practice room. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it's a tech a tech demo, but I I like the you know the 1984-ish implications of that mm-hmm. of that of that demo. Totally. Or reality television. Do you ever watch no. Big Brother? Oh, dude, no. Lynn, Lynn's reality all about TV. that show. Like she watches it and then she like bitches about it for an hour afterwards. I'm like, okay. That's probably better. My wife's favorite reality TV show. Um, she likes the the house flipping shows. Uh, yeah, she likes to watch those and like that's cool, but like, I'm not a real anybody got time for that fixer upper kind of guy. Like, I don't hang sheetrock people, and my friends all like know how to hang sheetrock and stuff, and like, I think it's real cool. In the same way that I think it's real cool that I have friends that know how to like field dress a deer, mm-hmm. and I have friends who know how to um, effectively mulch. Like I, I don't know how to do that <laughs> shit, and I'm not trying to. So like I mean, but she she likes to watch that a lot. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Big brother. So what's what you got next? I bet it's the same thing I got next. What do you got next? Um, besides director's icons panel. Oh, I didn't even have that. What's that shit? That's on my uh, if like if there's nothing else going on. But still, the what four time o'clock. Is it? Four o'clock. Um, but that's just an option. But the next one, and I don't know if it's going to be the same one as you, but it's the Boeing Styles for the Ages. What are they? How do I apply them? Because especially in Colorado, like from what I can tell, like so many directors, band directors, also teach orchestra. I think more right. so than I saw in Missouri or other states. There's just so few orchestras here. Yeah. Well, for here, like... I don't know, every single one of the high schools in this town have an orchestra with a band person teaching it. Mm. Um, Even a lot of the little schools have orchestras. Um, And unfortunately, I guess maybe it's just because um, the universities are churning out way more band directors than orchestra directors, or nobody wants to be an orchestra director or orchestra educator. Um, But there's that. Although, I mean, I have some friends up north that are real, they're all about orchestra and they're really good at it, so... Steve Davis. Steve Davis. Um, <laughs> you know, really seems to be Ride the, the snake. Uh, Ride the snake. <laughs> um, if, I, if I cut my hand around the mic, this is sound better. Uh-huh. Ride the snake. Um, anyway, if you aren't familiar with Jimmy Tango's Fat Busters, you should Google that immediately, people. Jimmy Tango's Fat Busters, I'm telling you. <laughs> I believe we've already discussed it's It's on this show, haven't we? Uh, yeah, totally. You should definitely check that out. Um, anyway, um, is, is really on that orchestra kick. So I, I actually just moments before we uh, began our, our, our lovely conversation here saw a link to the first ever Springfield Symphony Orchestra slash Springfield Jury Civic Orchestra sim- Conductor Symposium. What? Cool. Yeah. I didn't get to read the whole article, so I'm going to check that out. I, but, like, can you imagine, like, hey, Grant, here's some literature you've never fucking heard. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> conduct this, asshole. You know, like... But um, I'm kind of thinking I might poke my nose in that bear and see how that goes. Yeah, so. man, go for it. Conducting orchestra is super fun. It's way I liked diff- it. It feels really different, man. Well, it does, but like you know, the, the, what's the what's the what's the phrase you give every band director who oops has an orchestra? The breath is the bow, right? You yeah. know, if you think yeah. about the breath like the bow, um, you're gonna be okay. And I think it's easier at the high school level, like if you've got like a strong concert master or mistress who who like knows how to put Boeing's in some bitch, mm-hmm. like I, I really isn't like it's it's not that terrible, you know. Uh, and um, I mean, Quebman, uh, Missouri State was a clarinet player, you know. It's not the thing to remember is that 
those guys have all those different instruments. They just don't mm-hmm. have saxophone. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless they're playing the Creation Dumont. And then everybody wants to, then they want an alto player, right? You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so you're doing that. What time is that? Uh, that's at uh, five. So, that's okay. it. like I said, it's an option. We'll see what happens. Well, um, and then President's Own. Yeah, that's what I got at 530. Yeah. Are you doing the late concert on that, you think? Uh, I, th- I think so. I think so. Okay. But, you know, we'll see. Because after I that, have, there's not really anything else going on. I have Caliente at 7. Oh, oh, um, spicy. Caliente. Dude, I think it's awesome. Like, here's the deal. Like, our white asses can, can make fun of it if we want to. But, like, there's a whole, there's a couple of genres of music that, like, use band instruments and don't give a fuck. Like, they're going to keep <laughs> using band instruments. And, like, they play them. Like, like kids listen to some of this music you know and and like salsa music is like they talk about in the army band all the time like no one gives any fucks about your dixieland band but like if you send a salsa band out to play like troops love that shit and they love the dance and so it's the kind of thing where like i'm like i, I need to get get hip i need to get on top of this what salsa. what 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 is hip yeah it's yeah, tell, east bay greece is, tell me know. tell me you gotta know Ugh. um Ugh. <laughs> so Hip. Anyway, uh, but I, I'm I'm kind of into it, man. Like I, I kind of want to see what's what, you know? Because um, like, horn driven, yes, please, let's do that, you know? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, what's the one? Is it the banda music? Uh, like, must have sousaphone. <laughs> like, please show me, <laughs> please show me another form of popular music that is on the radio right now, which in, which for which the making of includes the instructions must have sousaphone. You know, <laughs> like none is the answer. So. I, I'm gonna be on point with it if I can. You know, yeah, check it word. out. Word. Know, we'll fight it. We can, we'll fight about it. I might go to your Boeing thing with you and then slip out. And here's a pro tip for all of you attending, not just Midwest, uh, but any any teachers conferences that I've ever been to, uh, any of these band conferences. Um, you don't have to sneak in at the last second and stand in the back. You know where there's almost always seats. The front, right down front. It's like yeah. church. No one wants to sit in the front row. Yeah. But like, they keep a whole row of chairs for the board, for the Midwest board. There's like 20 people on that board, right? At every concert. So like, the thing is like we just talked about how all these concerts are going on at the same time. So like for the president's own, no, you can't get those seats. But for like Caliente. At seven, if a bunch of them are at the president's own, guess what, man? There's like 20 seats in the front fucking row. And like, if they use 10 of them, there's still 10 seats in the front row. So I just kind of slip in at the end and plop in a chair at the front, man, and I'm golden and I get to see an awesome show and I didn't have to stand in line forever. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for real. It's kind of like riding, riding rides at the, what is it? Like at, you know, amusement park of choice. Um, Ugh, I hate lines. Well, you know how to how to do it, how to get it done. Pay for the pass. Well, yeah, but if you do um, the single rider line, that exists. Yeah, like Universal Studios had it um, when we were there last year, and it's like they have you get up to the front and it splits, and like if you're if you don't give a shit who you sit next to, like you can move through that line twice as fast, you know. So interesting. We would do Noted. it where we pro tip. We we get two or three of us in the single riders line. We could talk in the line, ride the ride. And then just wait for the other dude who's going to be on the next car, <laughs> you know. So it, it was great. Like I, I was, we, we got, I rode everything that I wanted to ride at uh, Universal Studios in like three hours. 
what? And it wasn't like a slow day. Yeah, like I just worked the park, you know, and it was great. Like I got to do it all, and then I went to a nap in the cab of the box truck. <laughs> so what are you doing We've on Thursday? What's happening on the day of Thor? Um, let's get there. Um, I like the sound of that, <laughs> as as lame as it is, making the March King. Yeah, it's on mine, too. But we'll see if I'm up at 8.30 in there. We'll see. Well, we're going to get up because um, I'm either going to be at that or the Japan Ground Self-Defense Force Central Band Clarinet Choir. Yeah. Well, hey, same time as the Latinizing Your School Jazz Ensemble. Oh, shit. Choices. Yeah. That's on there, too. I got that on my list, too. And yeah. William Mason High School Wind Symphony. And William Mason High School Wind Symphony. And retaining brass students through developing stronger embouchures. Yeah, and employing creative resources and marching band. Small school. Big design. That Ooh. one's another one that I think for me would be great just because you know, I don't necessarily have... And I know you're on the same boat. don't have access to all the fucking creative team and design team and all the other stuff that goes into putting together a marching band show that doesn't suck. Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, the Hidden Curriculum in the yep, Instrumental Music class at 10.30. Okay. Also 10.30. Overcoming the yep. Thief of Time. Okay, fine. Uh, also 10.30... What are we feeding our ensembles? Uh-huh. And this one, I think, would be good just to try to. I really like repertoire. I know that you're a repertoire hound mm-hmm. too, uh, but elevating musical taste in order to better select quality repertoire. And for me, one of the hard things is like getting kids on board, especially where they've played like concerts full of Reinecke or concerts full of Randall Standridge in the past, because it's so fun. Because it's you know, Greek gods and. Uh, magical mystery um, storylines storylines yeah so how do we educate them into like liking music that's artistically valid and also interesting you know what I mean do you do you feel like sharing why you love the piece of music yeah absolutely in that endeavor absolutely sure that's that's a bridge I think that turns with time like like my students get real quiet and pay really close attention when I start with man I really love this because and like all of a sudden, like fifth through twelfth grade, like if I start telling them why I love it, all of a sudden that really matters. It's really strange to me because it's not really important why I think it's good. You know, um, it's important that we're we're trying to play it and stuff. But like for some reason, like that, like um, like we're talking about Russian Christmas music, and I was talking about how you know <laughs> the the way that the the woodwinds are kind of mimicking birds swirling around the cathedral kind of thing. And, and, and I was talking about how, you know, we have to set this up and, and woodwinds, it, it looks like it's just finger wiggling, but it's not. You actually have to play the sextuplet feel. <laughs> then like, you mean you can't fake um, your way through it? Well, it's not a trill. <laughs> it is not a trill. Jenny, please don't play that. It's a trill. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of these days I'm going to get a Jimmy or a Timmy in my band and I'm going to have to come up with a different, uh, like fake name for kid for the kid, yeah, but I haven't yeah. had a Timmy or a Jimmy in a few years. So, mm. um, anyway, but yeah, you know they they they, like, they eat that shit up, man. They like that. I had two sides of the two sides of the recruitment and retention coin. Ooh, that strategies. Yeah, got that one too. That, that's on my ten thirty. Thanks, Midwest, for six fucking things at whatever in the morning. Yeah, and I think I don't know anything about Elizabeth. Sokolowski. Besides I got a the fifth grader and an eighth grader with that last name. So really, yeah, yeah like weird, isn't it? Polish population. Is that a Polish last name? 
Not much. We just have a couple. But we have, I have them. They're in band. So. Mm, mm. Hard to spell last names. I think they automatically schedule them in band. <laughs> yeah. Because why? Well, why not? <laughs> For what I can tell, I've got most of them. So. Uh, but then after that, the next thing I have listed is at noon. And there's only one thing I have at noon to go Same to. Same thing I've got. What is it? Steve Davis. How do you? <laughs> you have Steve Davis? Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't even see Steve was on there at noon. What? what? I missed it. Are you shitting me? I had the Joe Alisi. I had the Joe Alisi electrician equals musician. What? No. Steve Davis. From score to gesture, this presentation will share ideas and thoughts about how to develop more nuanced and compelling musicianship on oh, the podium. Fuck. And I assume it's going to be the same shtick that he that he gives uh, when he's working with anybody, um, which is, you know, he's all about, like, the artistry of conducting. And he's a very compelling individual, but I assume mm-hmm. that it's going to be a lot like the other Steve Davis stuff that I've been to, where I'm, like, super wrapped into it. Is it Steven or Steve in the listing? Steven D. Davis. Let's see if I can find him. Oh, what's it called? Uh, from score to gesture. From. I'm gonna put that in mine. Okay. I didn't even see that. Oh my god! I gotta add it to my schedule right now. <laughs> I hate to miss uh, Joe Lisi talking about electrician equals musician question mark, but <laughs> I'm gonna miss it. Sorry, Joe. Classic. Sorry, Joe. What you got next? Um, then the Champagne Center High Jazz Ensemble at 1.30. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but 1.30 is another one that's full of stuff to go to, including creating an online presence for your program. Mm. And the Palmetto Concert Band. So, again, with the concert band, like a lot kind of just depends on what rep they're playing, you know? I gotcha, I gotcha. Are you uh, are you gonna keep all your programs this year? Shit, yeah, I always keep them. I gotta have ammo I... to show my admin and say, "Hey, why can't we do this?" <laughs> Mine don't care at all. Really? Like, like, do you have a good conference? Like, yep. Like, good. Okay, here's what's happening. Like, guys, I guess they're cool. They just don't care. Um, that's fair, you know. Um, what are you gonna do next? Uh. Finding the perfect fit. Okay, this is another the 3 o'clock slot. There's two things on there that mm-hmm. were rather compelling. Um, but if we don't get done, if I don't get done until 2.45 for the other stuff, who knows. Um, but 3 o'clock, there's finding the perfect fit, beginning band recruitment, and the instrumental fitting process. Um, I don't work I with that. any middle school kids right now, um, but I'd really like to in the near future just because mm-hmm. you got to feed yourself sometimes. Um, oh, yes. If somebody else didn't do it for you, you got to just get on it. But... There's that, and then the Frank Tichelli beauty from the beginning. I had the Don Senta moment for reflection in there, mm. the three, mm. which I don't know. That'll be a choice. Yeah, we might want to divide our forces on that, and then share handouts. That might be a good, yeah, a good time in. for us to have some alone time. All right. <laughs> what do you got after that? Uh, Four thirty starts another interesting set of performances, including the Hebron High School Wind Symphony. Yep, yep, yep. But I'm also that. the Chicago State University Community Jazz Band on the other side of the conference center. I bet it's going to be good. I'm probably going to go to Hebron because that's that's the first like okay, full stop, going to that um, band. I think I've got in there. Yeah. Like as far as high school band. Yeah. So. What are you doing that night? Uh, there's Jazz Ambassadors. Yep. yep. 10:30. Solid, solid. Mm-hmm. But there's also Canadian Brass at eight. So who knows? I'm definitely going to go to Jazz Ambassadors. Um, I don't know if I'll duck out and try to go to Canadian Brass or what. I don't know. 
I'm sure Canadian brass could be awesome. I mean, they're Canadian brass, right? Yeah. But jazz ambassadors are fucking good too, man. I know. Choices. Choices. Friday. Friday. What do you do Friday? Um. Wake up. Put a good <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Um, Intonation Independence sounds promising. There's also the Creek Valley Middle School Honor Wins. I mean, that's the only middle school group that I had sort of mm-hmm. highlighted as an option. Um, but there's also Breathing and Buzzing to Beautiful Sounds. Mm. Um, but those are all at 8.30, man. So is Arnold Gabriel. Yeah, exactly. With, yeah, exactly. And, uh, the Oklahoma State University Saxophone Octet. Go Cowboys. Go Is it Cowboys? Cowboys? Is that right? State is Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're Cowboys. Serious, pistol, yeah. pistol Pete, right? You know, in Wyoming, in Wyoming, they're also Cowboys, but they don't say go Cowboys. They say go Pokes. Oh, like, that's good. Like cow Pokes. I got you. I, don't, I got nothing. But their mascots look exactly the same, just slightly different hues of, like, yeah, urine, yeah, urine right. slash fecal matter colored brown <laughs> yellow. Tell us what you really think about those uniforms. Um <laughs> Cowboy hats. What you got? What you got next, baby? Uh, here's another one. Embracing our similarities, sharing concept Ooh. across band and orchestra. Again, that transfer thing between the two ensembles. I think it's probably but, a good idea. I saw that, but yeah. I know I know you don't you don't mess with orchestra nearly as much as you used to, but I still got it, so I gotta figure yeah, out. How once I can make in the future, though, you never know. Never know what's gonna happen. Yep. There's also that Robert W. Smith bit, voicing and revoicing your band success. <laughs> um. Again, prolific writer. He's got some good stuff out there, but mm-hmm. a lot of cheese too. Brownback specials. Um, that's right. But there's also the Spring High School Wind Ensemble at 10:45, so that's an option mm-hmm. too. They're on mine. They're on mine. Okay. What else you got? Uh, noons that grit, passion, and perseverance, gaining resources, and teaching music for the small school band. Again, I ain't got a big program, but it ain't tiny. Someplace in the middle. Small right. small school orientation can sometimes be good, so I'm not burning my kids out so much. Um, also, the real repertoire bit at 1.30. Uh, creative strategies for presenting art, music, to everyday audiences. I think that one, winning over parents and people in the community, realizing that, oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be loud and fast for it to be good, you know? Right, um, but then I got to represent at one thirty-two because the DSA Jazz Workshop Orchestra is there. What's um, that? Denver School. Denver of the School Arts. of the Arts. Yeah, yeah. Um, solid, solid program up there in Denver. Um, I mean, band, jazz, orchestra, vocal music—it's all really good. And the people that teach there are super committed to those kids. So I think that's awesome. Nice. Um, another option with Anthony McGill. Awesome. Amazing clarinetist at 1:30 is um, how the foundation of good music making are an essential part of your daily life. Fundamentals, phrasing, okay. and practice. All He's right. a very charismatic, youngish man who played with the Met orchestra. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure how old he is. I think he's a little older than I am, but I'm not really sure. He's a, he's ageless. <laughs> Timeless. Yeah. Right. What do you got then? What are you doing next? And then the three o'clock's got a couple tune uh, things going on. The marching band slash concert band bit. It's all band using every opportunity to teach good fundamental playing skills. Because I know that's something that it's really hard to maintain those fundamentals when you know you're making pretty pictures on the field, and right. you're not able to get in every kid's face like you are. You know when you're on a podium or at least walking around the band room trying to make sure that they're not stopping tone. Fucking clarinets aren't stopping tone with their <laughs> with their tongue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then also, how to land your dream job and keep it beyond music. The insider's perspective on what you need to know. Mm. That sounded interesting at 3 o'clock. I got... I had nothing from... Like the Spring High School Wind Ensemble, the next thing I really had is Bob Lark at 4:15. Yeah, so yeah, that's on there you, too. I'm glad you, you have some stuff, so I'll follow you around. That'll be good. Right on. Um, at the same time as Bob Lark, which was a, a bummer, is that Vandercook College of Music Symphonic Band. You know, if they're playing at Midwest, they must be good. But who knows? Well, well with you, you, Charles, wait, hold on. Do you, know the, do you know the deal on that? No, I'm not saying anything critical about that ensemble, but they play every year. Oh. Yeah, because they work. Those kids work the Bob the Lark. It is. <laughs> I'm not not saying anything <laughs> negative. It may be great, um, but I'm just saying. By the way, um, they play every year, so that's and then thing. Friday night's free after uh, Bob yeah. Lark. Hey, so what I was thinking about do? other things. What are we to gonna do? do Friday night? I don't know, man. Can we get to a Second City show? Are you into improv Maybe. comedy? I'm not really, but it's Chicago and it's Second City, so I think well, that's an option. Tell me your Saturday morning, and then I'll tell you what I'm thinking for Friday night. Okay. Um, Desert Windsor at 8.30. Who knows? Okay. The March. Who knows? Yep. Overview yep, yep. of Interpretation at 10. And then Tokyo Gadai yep. Wind Orchestra at okay. 11.15. I didn't even put the 8.30 because I wasn't being optimistic, but if we're up, we'll go. Yeah. Um, About that. So, uh, Friday night. Hamilton. No shit? Are we yeah. going to get tickets? They, yeah, but, like, we may have to get, like, obstructed view tickets. <laughs> so? So? <laughs> you know I don't even I'm like saying? musicals, but that's a cultural, uh, you know, yeah. a cultural got-to. I mean, I just want to see the damn thing because I hear about it so much. Like, yeah. it's in all of the things. All of my pop culture references are full of it. And, like, all the peoples are talking about it. And I'm... And I just heard today on the uh, Patrick Rothfuss podcast that, um... Lynn Manuel Miranda, the dude that wrote and starred in the original Broadway cast, is um, going to be directing the Name of the Wind movie and possibly TV series. So, yeah. yeah, he's going to write music for a potential musical. Holy shit! Uh, and so, like, I'm very like, oh my god. So anyway, um, I kind of want to check that out. Hamilton. I don't know. All right, man. Let's let's see what we can do. Let's go for okay, it. Okay, let's man. consider it because like uh, tickets are not free for that shit. Um, yeah, but, uh, but that's worth a it. thing. Maybe we can... I wonder if I know anybody in Chicago that has the hookup on that. Hey, <laughs> podcast listeners. <laughs> um, a dollar a show, that's all we ask. Um, a Hamilton ticket a show, that's all we ask. Um, but, like, I think I looked in, like, partially obstructed view tickets are 60 bucks, and, like, obstructed view tickets, like, behind a pillar are $42. So, like, if we'd like to go and listen to the show... <laughs> We could do that for forty-two bucks a piece. I wonder if we can get Student Rush. Oh fuck yeah! Do you have do you have your uh, um, zip card still? <laughs> what I've got is a <laughs> State Fair Community College student ID here somewhere. Let me Ooh. see if I can rustle that up. Ah, uh, here's my my fucking blue card right here. Bam! Oh man! Put that in my wallet right now before I forget. Oh, I gotta get my Venture card. Don't forget your Venture card. Is that the one with the L? Uh, yeah, for the train. Yeah. You still have that? No. You should you should keep the one you get this year, and then you can just reload it because, like, it ties in with the app on your phone. Mm. Um, that's a good thing. We, we did we talk about that before? Uh-uh. About how to cheat Midwest? How to do Midwest on the cheap? Okay. Um, we got some time. We could discuss that. What do you, What are your your cost saving thoughts on how a how a band director who's not 
some of some of these cats are there and like their district paid for their plane ticket and their district will cover taxis and their district will cover like a per diem for food and put them up in the hotel and mm-hmm. everything. But others like me <laughs> are doing this one on their own dime. So yeah, yeah. What what are your? Do you have any uh, any things you noted or have thought would be a good cost saving method? Well, early registration. I mean, it saves you bucks, um, like thirty or forty, something like that. So that's always helpful. Besides right. that, like even if you fly cheap, um, like Spirit or Frontier, like that usually helps. And I know that I ain't got a ton of stuff to bring, so I don't need a check bag anyway. Um, so doing it on the cheap's good. Good for me. I I know you stay an extra like you go Tuesday night, but I like I, I wait till the last minute and you know drive this is my the first happy time ass I've done to the airport. Oh, right on. Usually I'm on the red eye on uh, on on Wednesday morning. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's I what to... I do. But my yeah. dude, I got my my plane ticket there and back for I think like ninety seven bucks. So. Um, I did mine with points. I'm a Southwest Some guy. Bitch. Yeah. So um, and we got those Southwest cards, and um. We just we we have enough expenditure on that a year that kind of you know definitely covers this round trip without too much. It's not that expensive for Southwest, and I booked it in like August. So, um, and that's the other thing, folks. the The Midwest calendar, like the the calendar for like the next three years, um, is up. Like if you want to know the dates, so because I had a bunch of guys I was talking to at state auditions um, who said. Um, Oh yeah, I got a Christmas concert, this and that. Well, I mean, move your Christmas concert, man. It's, you're, the, you're the band director, right? <laughs> <laughs> you set the schedule, you know, shit. So, um, like, I put those as soon as I get those dates from the Midwest website. I put them in my in my calendar mm-hmm. for the next couple of years, and yeah. so I've got them. Um, and I set that up way out in front. Um, and that sounds a little crazy, but hear me out here. Um, the closer, at least in Missouri, we get to the to, to Christmas, the more likely the incidence of weather is, and. Uh, Nothing is lamer than having to cancel that concert because of weather um, once or twice or three times, you know, and then all of a sudden you're trying to do a Christmas concert in the middle of January. Good luck with that. Um, So moving it up a little bit has helped us from a weather perspective. Um, Of course, last year was the warmest winter in 55 years, so it didn't Mm -hmm. matter. Um, Also, so we'll do ours tomorrow night. We'll do our Christmas concert tomorrow night. Orchestra went last week. Um, And then... Um, it, so what my kids while I'm gone and, and maybe people who aren't me really love to write sub plans and like have awesome subs that do exactly what they leave and <laughs> good for you um, what we do what we're to do here is so they'll um, actually we'll get our marching band uniforms out we'll check in our marching band uniforms and uh, <laughs> send that stuff to the cleaners um, and then they'll um, on Wednesday, and then on Thursday they'll do solo and ensemble selection. Thursday and Friday. So my assistant will be here, and so they'll they'll go through all the stuff and figure out their groups and, and get make sure the stuff that they want is on the list. Or if we don't have what they want, we'll we'll make a note of it and we can get it in a timely fashion. I try to get all of my music at. Um, I could do it at Midwest, but I usually don't. I do it at, at Tantera because mm-hmm. Pepper's there. And if I if I go over with a list and I and I get it all and I make that order there, then I get free shipping, um, which is key. A couple of years ago, I, I I screwed up my ordering on that, and I ended up spending like two hundred dollars in shipping for a bunch of different shit, and it was really stupid. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't I I, <laughs> I have solved that problem in my life. So, um, but yeah. So then my kids have something to practice over the break. Um, now. 
Well, you know, some of them will and some of them won't. Yeah. But the kids that are moto that want to do better and want to get a one at state, they uh-huh. can they can work and and so they don't they have that time and they can use that time. Mm-hmm. Um, our um, this year we'll do Midwest and then come back and have two or three days of school, which we don't always have. Oh, for real? So yeah, yeah, we, we go uh, like Monday and Tuesday. I think we have a half day on Wednesday. Oh man, no, we're yeah. off. We're off the whole week. Yeah, usually that's how it works. Like it was last year, but this year it won't be. So, um, so we'll do. Um, we'll probably do some sight reading practice uh, when mm. I get back. Mm. But, um, but yeah, that that kind of lets us do those things during that that time frame, and um, it makes it so when we come back in January, we're we're, we're off running. You know, yeah. um, everyone's kind of got their tasks arrayed in front of them. So. Um, and I don't spend the first week back from Christmas break trying to figure out what's going on because mm-hmm. it's, it's already set up before I leave. So um, I found that to be a helpful uh, kind of thing in my life. We'll collect music too and that kind of stuff while I'm gone. So that way there's there's enough tasks that, that need to be done. Everybody needs to do them and they need to happen, but they those could totally happen while I'm not here and be done successfully. And so we... we we're losing yes instructional time because I'm gone, but those things are going to have to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So it actually is a really cool, like it all kind of goes together for us. And then it's pretty good. Um, good plan. Yeah. Good planning. Yeah. Well, you know, I really hate writing sub plans. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay, man. Well, cool. So here's some cheap, cheap seeds for me from Midwest. I, I do the Southwest thing. Um, and there, there's all kinds of websites like uh, there's nomad Matt. Um, is a guy who's got a website about how to how to travel cheap that's got better stuff on it than I do, but um, or Nomadic Map, I can't remember which one, but um, he's got a cool blog about that. But like, if you, yes, credit card debt is bad, very bad. But like, let's say conversationally that you've decided to be a responsible adult and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna buy groceries and you're gonna buy gas and you're gonna buy food. And so if you buy those things with like an airline credit card, then you're gonna get miles. And then you can use those miles for flights. So, yes, mm-hmm. flying is not free. But if your district's not going to cover it, you know, this is, it, it, you know, obviously, um, if you're my age, you probably have a shit ton of credit card debt. So um, I, I get it. Um, but um, in Zach's age and younger, most of those people manage to fall under the <laughs> slightly less... Uh, evil <laughs> credit card policies that were in practice in the late 90s and early aughts um but um the uh you know and you pay that off every month but if you get a budget and you know you're going to spend that or, or maybe you know you, you're doing online bill pay that's cool but if you consider doing that through that card and then paying that card off every month without drawing interest um then you're going to get rewarded and you're going to get those points and so that'll pay for your flight um now if you get enough points that can also cover your hotel so, um, if with some planning, you could set it up so that you've got your travel and you've got your um, hotel, and that's the two biggest costs that you're going to have associated with the event's not that bad. If you pre-register, like Zach was talking about, it's like sixty bucks. It's really for what you get, a great deal. Yeah. So you know, um, if you plus all the swag from the vendors, bro. Because <laughs> at the tote bags. Thing, <laughs> now here's a pro tip for you if you're like me and you want to get a bunch of stuff. So what I'll do Wednesday morning while Zach's on the plane. Is I'll be there when the exhibit's open. I'll try to get my free snark tuner from booth 138 or whatever. Um, and uh, I didn't even know that was happening last year, but there was this huge line and like everybody like blew into the thing and they all went to this one booth and I was like, I'm not going to that fucking booth. I went everywhere else and then I found out they're giving away free tuners. So because I'm dumb, 
uh, first 150 people at that booth get a free tuner. Um, those are cool tuners. We have a set for the middle school orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he can just go through and bang those out. Anyway, um, but I'll go through and I'll get all that stuff and I'll put it in like one of those, one of those we'll give you like a bag and I get all that. And then I take it back to my hotel at the next opportunity and leave it. Um, and I'll get all my programs that I get through the show and I'll put all that together. And before I leave on Saturday, I'll take that shit to a post office and I'll put it in a priority mailbox oh, and just pro tip. ship it home for $7. And pro uh, tip. <laughs> then I don't have to carry it with me the whole time. Um, last year, my friend Julie Jones, shout out Julie Jones, um, hooked up and she was like, I saw her and I had the bag with me on Wednesday. We met for lunch on Wednesday and she, she works in the city. And so she was like, I was like, yeah, I got to go by the post office and, and drop ship this to my house. <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to Salem like like Saturday. Do you want me to just take it? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so she just hand delivered it to me. <laughs> my parents were like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's some stuff. <laughs> so don't worry. Not drugs. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a little a little tip. If you're, if you're also like us and hate checking bags. Oh, um, my God. Worst. That'll... That'll take care of take care of you on that front. Um, so that's a way you get your hotel and your travel kind of covered. Um, dudes are using Uber, and that's cool. I will use Uber probably at least twice um, while we're there, or Lyft or one of the equivalents. Um, mm. And I'll use it late when the trains are not running. Yeah. Um, if you are not real good at public transit or not very experienced with it, Chicago's a great town to learn. Awesome um, town to learn. Yeah, and you can get a three-day Metra pass. Um, I think it's twenty bucks, and it's just like, I mean, it's pretty, pretty, pretty damn efficient. So, yeah. um, especially since they opened the new Red Line stop that's like two blocks from uh, from McCormick Place. Mm-hmm. But with some vigorous walking and trains and buses, you can really go anywhere and do anything. Now, if you're staying at one of the official convention hotel spots, which Hilton, would be Hilton the Hilton, or Palmer, or the Palmer House yeah. Hilton, um, they're free. I don't know if they're free. You have to pay for that, but I thought they were free. Uh, shuttle passes. Are they free? Cool. Yeah. And, and those, those will take you back and forth from, the, uh, from point A to point B. And that's really cool. Like, for... Especially for your first time, you may be totally okay with that. Um, but I would encourage you to get the hell out and and go do some Chicago stuff too. I mean, Grant's really good at it, the exploration side of things. I just I, I'm terrible at sleeping, and um, I'm, actually I'm really good at sleeping. I'm terrible at going to sleep. So um, I um, and I have friends that are in the city, and and I don't I don't have the kind of lifestyle that lets me go visit them three times a year. I get to go once a year, and I got to do it all. So. Um, the first couple of times that I went, I couch surfed. Or the first time I went, I actually stayed at the Palmer House because the district that I was in paid for everything, and it was crazy. Um, the second time I went, I couch surfed. And um, shout out to all of my Chicago friends that don't listen to the Span Director podcast, but um, who have housed me and cared for me and hooked me up in Chicago. I greatly appreciate it. Um, but um, if you maybe you've got friends from high school or college that are in town um, and can hook you up and. Here's the thing, like um, Sean Harrell, um, previous guest on uh, on Baron Underground. Sean has and has for 15 years. He'll stay at uh, Jason Beaumont's place, and Jason lives at like the fucking end of the Brown Line, <laughs> like all like like an hour and a half out on the Brown Line. But he'll get to stay there. He'll see his buddy. Some, not too much, because it's convention, you know. But he'll take the train in every morning, and and it, you know, I. 
he's got his schedule set up. He knows how to do it, and it's cool. And he can get off the train anywhere he wants to on the way there or back and, and do Chicago. Um, so for me, what that looks like is I'll get off the plane at Midway, and I'll take the train down to the loop, switch to the red line, um, and get off, and I'll stay at the Freehand. So the Freehand is a highly recommended hotel for me. It mm. is somewhere between a hotel and a youth hostel. Um, the rooms are a little hipper than you think. When you hear youth hostel, you think like church camp dorm, right? It's, it's a little bit cooler than that. Um, it's small hotel rooms with like a quad bunk setup. So there's two, bed, two bunk beds and kind of a settee kind of sofa and table. And they've got like a locker where you can lock your shit up. And so, yes, you're going to stay in a room with, with um, up to three strangers. Um, but the thing about the hostels is, man, it's not about the room. It's about the experience in the town and just like crashing in the room. I mean, right. And right. that's what I did the entire time when I was in Austria this summer. Yeah. Which we're all very jealous of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you also look young enough that it's not weird that you're at a youth hostel. That's the other thing. So <laughs> I stayed with some old dudes at that youth hostel, man. Like, all seriously. Right. A 65 so, year old man hell yeah alright there's hope for me um, so <laughs> I did um, this uh, freehand last year and Zach came and checked out the room and it's it's reasonably hip and it's a nice bathroom and I didn't have anybody in there the first night I was by myself and then there was somebody in there the next couple nights but I didn't even see him because I came in late and left early and um, it's really just not a big deal man um, like it it's not as crazy as you think. And, like, the bar is, like, in the hotel lobby is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty like, hip, man. Multicultural as fuck. And, like, I was, like, the most out-of-place person, like, absolutely in the whole joint. You know, like, no question. <laughs> Which is funny because so, Grant's a bit of a chameleon, a cultural chameleon. I yeah, I do way. okay. Um but, <laughs> you know, I was in my band director basic and, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> I definitely stuck out. So, um, and we could talk about the band director uniform. That, that's a whole show probably right there. But I was, you know, I think I was rocking jeans with a collared shirt, um, blue blazer and a, and a blazer, and, <laughs> uh, comfortable leather shoes, not dress shoes, not casual shoes. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Band director basic. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, I stuck out. But, like, you're younger than me, listener, and hipper than me, so you could probably do this. But, anyway, the long story short is this joint is 25 bucks a night. Yeah. Okay? The shittiest Econo Lodge you can find in, in, in fucking Winnetka is going to be more expensive than that. So, and this joint is in the River North. Like, it is, it is right in the heart of the city. So, I, I would encourage you to consider that. Now, if you can really hook it up and you can get your miles to pay for that hotel, which I did last year, but it wasn't set up this year to do that. Um, but my miles covered that. It was just, it was super ridiculous. So this year, the lovely Zach has, has managed to level us up to well, uh, a beautiful place. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what. So Rob Nichols, he's in a lot of ways, somebody that I aspire to be and aspired to be since I was, you know, a sophomore of high school. Um, but he, he like, he would talk about, he would go to Chicago every year and he would leave us right after the concert and we would wonder where are you going? But later I found out like his biggest suggestion was that, you know, conferences like Midwest are part of your negotiations when you get a job. Okay. So that's something that I've always kind of taken to heart. Like so that. in part of your like, I will go to do this professional development, and you guys will cover it. Yeah, like that. Exactly, exactly. 
So wait till don't they ask you the job first. But. Yeah, don't try that at your uh, don't try that at your first job. No. Don't try that at your one A high school <laughs> with no no stipends and no band budget. Don't don't try the Midwest thing probably with those guys. But <laughs> you know, maybe your tenure year. Yeah, which is you. You're tenured. I'm tenured, bitches. <laughs> so anyway, big day for me. Um, the uh, but yeah, so we're we're gonna be Palmer House living Wednesday through friday night so um and i like the palmer house for a drink you know i'm yeah. good for i'm good for one and the, and the, the lobby's gorgeous it's great yeah. i think it blows the shit out of the hilton um i think it's way classier than the hilton but um it's not as big so True. Um, the hilton bar um so so okay on the subject so so a couple other things ways to keep your your, your shit cheap you're gonna buy um a bottle of scotch or whatever you drink and keep that in your room. This sounds like an alcoholic thing, but but it's really a money saving thing. Um, hotel lobby bars are the most expensive place to drink yeah. in the world. Yeah, except for airplanes. I guess and airplanes are actually the most. But then the hotel lobby t- bars, titty bars. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. In Missouri, I think it's juice. I don't know. I've never been to one. So mm. um, the uh, um, the hotel lobby bar is a really expensive place to drink. So. You got a couple of options there. One, if you're staying in the nice hotel, if you're staying at the Hill and you're staying at the Palmer House, cool. Go to Hotel Lobby, order club soda. <laughs> Enjoy club soda. Return to hotel room. Fill with alcoholic beverage. Return to lobby. Sip and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, there's a there's a, a way to do that. Um, I have always been told just, to, to bring a flask. Yep, the flask is another good Instead one. Instead of having to huck it up to the hotel room. Because you yep. can take the flask with you. That's true. That's true. Um, I've always had trouble with the quantity on the flask. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's always been a little low on the quantity level for me. Just, yeah, I guess anyway. you're right. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> so um, there's an airport security thing you got to watch on that too. Um, so because you have to make sure it's empty in transit. Don't try to take it full. Now if you take now that's another way you could go. I took the train and the train is the bomb. Because the train, you can get on the train with a handle of scotch, and nobody cares. Um, you, have you taken the the train from Missouri to Chicago? I did. Yeah, I went. I went from KC to Chicago, and it is amazing. Um, it is slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really. It's about six hours from KC to Chicago, okay. which is faster than you can drive it. Yeah. Um, if everything goes right with the train. So. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend the train if you got the time, and to travel, Amtrak is super super hip. Um, and um, you know, different, totally different way to approach the thing. Um, and you, you know, you get off at Union Station right in downtown and go to your hotel. So it's not far to any of those. And you can get off at Union Station and buy a MetroCard, and then boom, get on a bus and go to the hotel. It's really not hard, or the train, depending on where your hotel is. Um, so that's a cool thing to do. But that's that's a, a cost saving tip I would give to you. Uh, the vast majority of bars in Chicago are cash only bars. Mm-hmm. Um, they're cool bars. They're a lot of fun. They don't pay credit card bills for you or anyone. So um, mm-hmm. be prepared for that reality, and especially if it's a, not not a big deal, but you don't have to huck it six blocks to find an ATM. But you're going to pay a three dollars service. Just be aware of that. Um, and um, you know, uh, the Green Mill is like kind of the bando favorite um, up in Wrigleyville because um, they've got live jazz. And yeah, you teach music you should listen to live jazz so you go to the green mill and that's cool it's, it's it's awesome i recommend it we'll probably go some night probably wednesday i think it's the night they do the radio show all right um, i'm in i'm in so um that's a good one and um but there's a ton um a ton of awesome stuff whatever kind of live music you like it's there 
It really is. Um, the Double Door is like this amazing classic music venue in Chicago, and you should check it out, man. Um, Myopic Books is really close to it, and it's an awesome bookstore you should check out while you're in Chicago. Um, there's a ton of of restaurants. There's a ton of fast food typey restaurants you can grab lunch at. Don't just give up and eat at fucking White Castle because it's a block and a half from McCormick Place. Oh, man, you know? I love like, White Castle. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, but you know what I mean. Like, just try a little bit harder. Um, and you can you can have really cool stuff. If you like Asian food, Chinatown is the fucking stop you get off on of one of the lines to go to McCormick Place. Like you're gonna walk through Chinatown to get to McCormick Place, you know. So you just dig a little deeper, and you can get really cool stuff and eat, eat cool food. There's there's amazing restaurants all over the place, and and you know just just come at it like you would visit anywhere else. Um, if you've got local guides, that's the deal. That's the deal. Um, that's that's what we you know my sherpas my local sherpas that have that have guided me through um chicago um and Stephen patrick cole Stephen cole is free and in the wild in chicago um, oh we will definitely Love it. hook up with him i need to get with him and see what his schedule is like um and uh we'll be at those joints though with stebo um so if you want to if you want to find us while we're in chicago you can do that like um you can tweet at at me at work that we do on twitter um you can email us at gzpotwe, gzpotwe at grantmusic.net for any reason, but especially if you want to hook up us in Chicago, and and we'll we'll get it done. You know, yeah, we don't have to yeah. be we don't have to be best friends, but we would we'd love to talk to somebody who we don't know that listens to this podcast. Um, we have so many questions. We can play the game. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Yes. We can play the game. Play the if, game. if you're into that, uh, if we have like four or five people that want to get together and just do that, we can totally do that in a hotel. Or a bar or something, and it'll be hip or not, whatever we want to do. Um, you know, uh, let's see. What are some other cost-saving things? Um, oh, okay. Here's one for for the young dude. Um, if you are willing to donate some of your time, like Winger does, like a product demo breakfast kind of thing. So you go there for an hour, and you tell them what you think about their new chairs and stands. And they'll feed you, you know. So there's like a way to eat. Make if you get a breakfast at the Continental, work the Connie, you know, get the food that you can from that. Um, the um, some band director organizations have meals or mm-hmm. have deals or have drinks, um, and and you can kind of find some some action there. Um, but you know, most of all, just don't don't be afraid. Like, don't let McCormick Place and the Hilton be all you see. Um, I just encourage you to go out and do some other stuff. There's a professional basketball team, a professional hockey team that <laughs> reside in that city. A couple of baseball teams, that's really applicable. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Even during the season. Right? Um, Except for this season. <laughs> so, um, but you know, if you are at the Hilton, so what? So now what? Mr. Mr. Milady, it's my first time. Oh, what do I do? Okay, well, I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to fucking sit at the same bar that John Mackey's sitting at? Pound in gin and tonics. You can do that. It's Midwest. So, um, what you're looking for is the is the Hilton Lobby Bar. There's two bars at the Hilton. There's the Kitty O'Shea's, and then there's the Lobby Bar. Most of the time, parties get to start at the Lobby Bar, and then people that get sloppy earlier got to go down to Kitty O'Shea's. Some people might meet at Kitty O'Shea's, but really, it's probably gonna be the Hilton Lobby Bar since mm-hmm. they remodeled it. That's been a lot more of where the action is, if you will. Um, I mean, that's where you're gonna see, you know, Big Twelve band director, Big Ten band directors, and um, and such, you know, if that's if that kind of star fucking is your is your game, that, that's the way to go. Um, and I mean, it's kind of cool, but you know, 
give it some thought. You know, I really love Foundry. Work on a better opening line. That, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean, give it, give it some thought. Maybe read up on his tweets. You know, um. <laughs> which are priceless, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's it's a whole thing. So, um, let's see. What are some other cost savers? Oh, uh, wear a suit as you travel. This is not typically a piece of advice that you would get, but hear me out. Uh, wear the suit as you travel so that you don't have to have it in your bag, okay? Um, you can loosely roll one in your bag with your shoes at the bottom of it and probably get away with that and hang it up when you get there. But um, you can wear one when you travel, have one in your bag. Um, there you got two suits. Now, a thing I'll point out here, folks, is there's no dress code on this shit. So mm. wear what you want to wear. Um, you can wear your high school logo polo if you want to. But why? <laughs> you know, it's not polo weather. You're going to have to wear a coat over it. Um, you're wearing a name tag that says where you're from and where you teach. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to wear my, my high school polo logo. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. I wear that enough days here. Um, do what you want. It's your world. Um, you can wear all black, but remember you're not conducting, so don't feel like you have to give a lot of thought to what your wardrobe what about, looks what like. What about turtlenecks? Should I wear a turtleneck, Graham? Do you own a turtleneck? No. Do you? Do you? I don't think I own it. No, I don't. I don't own a turtleneck. I think I'm actually out of mocks, too. I don't think I have anything <laughs> that covers my neck. I also have really sensitive neck skin. So do when you? I shave my neck, yeah, it's a problem in my life. Like From like here to here, like... There's a strip that really gets irritated. It's, it, where it is, I'll tell you exactly where it is. It, where I, when I button my collared shirt to wear a tie, the part that is underneath the collar gets irritated as fuck. Really? Is it from all yeah. those years of not shaving? I just, I've always had sensitive skin. It's one of the many reasons that I chose not to shave for the greater part of 20 years. So mm. um, now I'm like a young Eugene Corporon, ready to be fired off into the world. Um, so yeah, I'll probably actually. tighten. I'll tighten up tomorrow for the concert, and then I'll probably clean myself up by Wednesday morning mm. um, just to be conference ready, you know. But, um, yep. So, anyway, I don't look the same, but it's all right. Um, cheap, cheap, cheap. What else can you do cheap? There is che- There are cheap food options if you, if you poke around. Remember, I mean, it's a city, so the, they have to have some food options that aren't crazy. And, and one that my wife is always uh, really good about reminding me, because I forget, is that they have grocery stores in the city, too. Wait, what? So you yeah, you can go to the grocery store and buy some some fixins and put them in your, in your hotel and then have those, you know, if you're, you know, a little bit more thoughtful than I am, typically. Um, that's, a, that's an option. And, hey, you know, if, you, if it's really a money thing, like, check this out. Maybe your boosters will give you a Subway gift card. There's subways all over that motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe your parents kind of do that sort of stuff. Maybe you get, like, a gift card from McDonald's or Subway or Starbucks even, Starbucks. you know? Yeah. Guess what? All those things. They have those things there in Chicago, you know? <laughs> Just like your hometown. So, um, you can go to those places. Walgreens, they have those things. So, like, and, and that's, it's actually, you know, the pricing on that sales tax is the difference but like subway costs the same there that it does at your house so like it, you know the sales tax will be higher but you know it's that if you're if you're worried about how 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 do i figure for food okay well you can figure it like that um but i would encourage you to get out and get some local flavor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um go to big star get the tacos drink the whiskey mm-hmm. 
do the things, you know, have a good conference and, 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 and live it a little bit. You yeah. Know? You got any other any other cost savers or must dos that you're coming up with? I mean you got you got all my bases covered. Right on. Oh oh a point of info, not so much at the at the lobby bars, but at many bars in Chicago. Um you may have noticed if you're a connoisseur of rum and cokes or whatever in cola. <laughs> um some bars are Coke bars and some bars are Pepsi bars. And you ask for a rum and coke and they're gonna give you a rum and whatever their cola is, and it's usually either Coke or Pepsi. Not so in Chicago. Um, most of the bars have RC Cola. In which is awesome. RC Cola is my favorite carbonated non-beer beverage. RC just, Royal Crown Cola. Just throwing that out there. Oh For those God. of you unfamiliar with Love RC here, Cola. Um, it's a little bit of a throwback, although it is still currently made. Um, it's it's very strange. It's been around since 1905. Um it's a real crown. It's owned yeah. by the Dr. Pepper Snapple, Snapple Group. Yeah. Cot Beverages. Best. Okay. Um, it, you know, it's it's a very, it, but like all the other ones, it's from the South, you know, it's from Georgia. Um, and, you know, it's, it's strange, man, but it is still available um, all over the place. So, like, it, it, I, I, I got a rum and coke and I was like this this I said like, hey man uh, your coke is off and uh, <laughs> he was like it's not coke it's RC he's like it's RC cola and I was like what and like I, I made him explain to me how how that was possible and he was just like no nah, man everybody has it in the guns around here I was like really he's like yeah I'm not aware of any bars that have coke or Pepsi and I was like no shit um I I was just flabbergasted um and and you know i guess i think it's a mob thing it's got to be some kind of like, gotta be there's just no way that they just happen to have all the bars in chicago um but i guess they do so um good for them dude i love I, rc cola yeah Let me it's that weird again. it's strange man so um you went high in martinis you say the velvet hour is yours place you should go to the velvet hour mm-hmm. um you may need help finding the velvet hour and i can help you out and email me and I'll, I'll give you better instructions but they're kind of boring if you're not going to go there um what else what else did we go what was it sportsman's club sportsman's club yeah we're gonna we're almost definitely gonna go to the sportsman's club um the sportsman's club is kind of a long shotgun kind of room um with a great wooden bar and um a lot of antlers they're very small antlers though they're not like (laughs) big racks they're all like little (laughs) two-pointers you know and um like a live DJ spinning exclusively like TAC reel-to-reel tape machines because fuck you, that's why. And like, um, you know, like just that kind of stuff. Um, Lone Wolf is a joint that we went to. Steve was bartending there too. So we went to Lone Wolf and that was okay. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Anything else? Any other hot spots? Uh, Chicago Athletic Club. Is that where I went last year? I don't there know. were a couple. There were a couple places that I went last year that were interesting and what strange. Was, what was the deal with the Chicago Chicago Athletic Club? Hit me to that because uh, I don't think I was with you. I don't even remember. By that I mean awesome. Like, Good story, Zach. Thank you. High end beer. <laughs> oh, okay. It wasn't. A, it was, I thought you like went and like worked out at the Chicago Athletic Club. Or well, something. that was, there was an option if it were earlier in the day, but no. Just got. This is a bar. Booze. There was a bar there. Cool. I don't know if it was actually connected to the Athletic Club, but it was in that building. In that um, building, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll find a link to it and put it in the show notes. Okay, I'm curious about that. Um, 
Yeah. So and if, yeah, if you're into like fitness and running and stuff, like there's some great like things you can do with that in the city. I always have like the highest hopes that I never get it done. Mm. I'm always <laughs> just does not does not go. But I walk enough that I don't feel too bad about yeah. it. So that I don't feel too bad. Um, oh, hey man, <laughs> battery charging. Um, so like the thing that you might not be prepared for is how fast your phone's gonna go because mm-hmm. you use your phone constantly. So they have at McCormick Place one of those little rent-a-charging station things where you rent a thing and you can charge up your phone. I've used that before, but just kind of mix in a charger like with your For kid. sure, for sure. Um, now, here's the thing I'll tell you, folks. You aren't going to use your laptop. You're not going to use your laptop. You're not going to use your laptop. You Listen, you're not going to use your fucking laptop, okay? Don't carry the damn thing halfway across the country. And then have to deal with it the whole time and worry about your bag. You want to throw your iPad in? Throw your iPad in. That'll be Even fine. then, you man. Know. Ain't going to use it. I will to read while my phone's charging. Um, <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> and on the plane. So, um, but, you know, just kind of just kind of be aware of that. Like, I, yes, you might get some work done. Like, But, like, I, I keep up with my email because I'm an email hand. I'm, I'm an inbox zero. I, I open every email, but, like, I keep it all in the inbox because I kind of like it. thought of taking three three business days off of my email is terrifying to uh-huh. so I won't so I'll, I'll keep my email up and around and I'll I'll touch base with like those the with lulls like on the train or going somewhere I'll catch up on that if I'm you know I'll find spots to, to do that um, I don't put an autoresponder what on or anything um, but you could oh yeah do it if you want to um, the uh you know bring stuff to work on with Jesus don't bring a bunch of papers to bring you know there's so many things you can do that are not that. <laughs> Just get out there and get some convention on. Hey, if you're if you're running by yourself and you don't have any buddies, that's totally cool. You can have a great time. I had like, probably two years that I was primarily alone in Chicago and had a blast. Um, and then it's awesome when you got someone you know. Um, if it's someone that you're like, from your school, from your town that you're hanging with, that's cool. Um, I'd encourage you to like devote some time to not you know like branch out a little bit and see see what's out there uh, make some new friends maybe or you know whatever um, but get out and get it you know, this is this is an awesome opportunity and, and you know the thing that we talked about a little bit because we did go through our schedule and you'll notice like last show my schedule and this show with Zach we're, we're both going to go to a shit ton of stuff we're, we're, we, we, like, we like to go to the West but have a good time we're going to go out to the city but that doesn't mean we slack on our convention like we're, we're going to go to good things we're going to take notes we're going to bring stuff back and, and teach better and all that shit. So don't get telling how Lloyd goes up there and gets wasted. Nah, man. I, I can mention hard. Um, it's all right. Like, I, I'll be at all the things. Don't worry. Uh, I will definitely, definitely get uh, in uh, just about every session. Uh, get some good stuff. So, uh, and you should too. But, you know, it's also worth, you know, usually we, we clean in. We get out, so we aren't totally burnt out. Because if you're so burnt out by Friday morning, you're gonna miss all the good stuff on Friday. So you gotta find a minute in there where you take a long lunch or an early dinner, you know, and, and get what you need. Maybe what you need to do is, is uh, go back to the hotel and like, sleep for two hours. And you know what? Go do that. Um, 
and that makes you fresh and come back and have a great experience She's up all night to the and that's, sun. That's why I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. Do what you need to do. I'm up all night to get lucky. Have a good show. You know, go out and all right, man. Uh, we'll get any live streams. Is everything done? Yeah, I've got everything done until next semester. Yeah, so that's a, a valuable, a valuable tool. Probably our most, our most like, uh, worthwhile element of our show is the thing we do last. <laughs> Midwest on the cheap was pretty. Yeah, it could be. Um, I, you know, if, if, uh, if they can parse all the nonsense out of it. But uh, yeah, hook us up if, you, if you're coming. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter, um, and we'll we'll get in touch with you or Jeezy uh, Potwe at GrantMusic.net, which is really weird because I didn't renew that domain. So my Grant at GrantMusic.net address doesn't work anymore, but that email address is still working, which I find super super interesting. So some someday soon that will die, and we'll figure something else out. But um, until then. Um, we'll do that so we've been band director underground we hope you enjoy and um there's like we're not making any promises about about a live show uh, in we're making zero promises i might remember to bring my my roland um uh, five just because it's so small and i can stick it in my bag but we, we seriously make no fucking promises uh, that we're going to do anything uh, like that but if we do, well, you'll know because you're subscribed, hopefully, and I do. Um, if you leave a review, it's going to make more listen to us, which I'm not actually fan So um, feel free to tell your friends who don't suck uh, to check us out. And um, if you're a student, you can listen to this. So, uh, you know, do the right thing and only tell people who should know about the show. It's kind of like Fight Club. Um, don't leave any reviews. Um, share with the link and, and you know, share wisely. Uh, and that'll be awesome. Back in particular. Nah, man. Hopefully we see some people out of the best. It'd be really cool to talk to somebody. You would just tell us that we suck. Uh, we, we, we would take your We're yeah, very, absolutely. very good at criticism. We yeah. receive it very well. We have a long history of receiving criticism, so we're pretty good at it. So. All right, man. Uh, we'll do it next time. This has been uh, Show 13, and uh, thanks. Peace. We're up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky.